Welcome. If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is Chris. I'm one of the pastors of Horizon Church, and we are so excited that you're worshiping with us today. We're in the middle of a message series called Thirsty, how Jesus fills our deepest needs. And we're going to jump right in to Psalm 19 today. We've been looking at some of the Psalms um, because these are our prayers. These are some of people's deepest needs that they're expressing to God. And if you've got your Bible with you, I want you to go ahead and open it up to Psalm 19. Open up the Bible app and join with me as we read Psalm 19. It starts off, The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display His craftsmanship. Day after day they continue to speak. Night after night they make Him known. And I, I, I have to admit that, that I am not always one to, to pull over the car at the scenic view off the side of the road and just stand in awe. Um, I, I don't take time to smell the roses. I'm just on my way to the next point. And at the very beginning of our, of our lockdown season, back in April, uh, Eric and I were, were trying really hard to spend time together, some intentional time as to work on our married relationship. Even though we were at home together all the time, there was uh, not much time for us just to be a couple. And so she uh, planned for us to have a date night in. And uh, Erica went through this elaborate plan that night. She put the kids to bed a little earlier, had ordered food from Burns. Um, we were going to have their famous steak sandwich that night that you can typically only get at the bar, but they were offering it uh, for to go. And so she went and picked up the food. It was about now 8 o'clock. We were sitting down. We were opening up those, those clamshell dishes and about to, to bite into this amazing steak sandwich. And then all of a sudden, down the hallway... There's this little pinna patter, right? And it was our daughter, Emma. And Emma had come ready. She was in her PJ still, but she had put on her favorite purple shoes, and she was ready to go outside. We still had the, the, the blinds up, and she pointed out the window and said, Dark, dark, stars, there's stars. And she wanted to go outside and see the stars. We, we put our, get, our kids to bed probably a little too early most nights. It's not even dark yet. I have to admit that. But here's the thing. So she had never really seen the stars very much. And so she wanted to go outside. It's, it's been something that we, we almost tell her about. We sing the song, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. But she never had gotten really to experience what a star looked like in real life. And she wanted to go outside and see the stars. She was in awe when we went outside. I, would, I picked her up and I held her. And she would just point at the sky and say, star, star, star. She was lost in complete wonder and awe. Because she knew something that those stars were speaking to her about. The God that creates them, they're a reminder that they, they tell that story night after night about a creator, about a God that, that we live for. And so in that same way, David reminds us today that that's the God that he's speaking about. The God that creates, that, that, that speaks into life, the stars. And this isn't just any God. This is the God that creates the heavens and earth. And so when we keep reading in Psalm 19, we go down to verse 7. And in verse 7 it says, The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The law, the instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. This isn't just any God, right? This is the God that made the stars, that made the heavens. This isn't just another blogger's instructions and advice on life that we've seen on Facebook, some quote-unquote expert, right? This is the God that made the heavens and the earth, that put the stars in the sky to shine night after night. This is whose instructions we follow. And they revive the deepest parts of the soul, David says. And I have to admit, right now, when I, when I hear instructions, I don't think of something that, that's literally reviving my soul. I'm like, David, 
That's not my idea of instructions. They don't really revive the soul. This is what I think of, of instructions. I think of putting together Ikea furniture, those endless those pages of putting a G to a D, combining with a C, D, F, and all of a sudden you end up with all these extra pieces and you're like, did I put this thing together right? Like, is it gonna fall apart? Is it gonna tip over? Like, I have no idea Ikea, but you got way too many pieces and parts and now I'm really frustrated and it's the farthest thing for my soul being revived. When I think of instructions and laws, I, I, I think of, of driving down the road and making sure my seatbelt is, is fastened, that I'm not going too much over the speed limit, right? Because I don't want to get a ticket. That's the kind of instructions and laws that I think about. Or maybe, maybe for you, it's that you just don't like following what anyone else says and you want to live life for yourself and do your own thing. And, and, and there's no way that someone else's laws and instructions could give you life, could revive you, could refresh the very deepest parts of who you are down in your soul. And yet that's not where even David ends this. David says that, that God's instructions are better than gold. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. Those instructions, they're sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. And I just got to pause right here because I'm like, David, David, I don't know what you know about God. I don't know what you know about God's instructions. I don't know what you know about God's laws. But like gold, seriously, Gold, seriously, gold is like is like worth some. Maybe back back in your day, it wasn't worth a whole lot. Maybe I don't know, but but gold is is worth some money today. Like I, I like gold. Like you sure about God's instructions here? That they're, they're they're sweeter than honey, really. But here's the thing about David. David David knows God's pers- God's heart. David knows God personally. Because that's the God that created the heavens and the earth, that put the sky, the stars in the sky at night, that speak who God is. That is, that is who David knows. God, David knows that creator. And that is the creator that gives us life. When we need wholeness, when we need fulfillment, that's the God. Even when God's ways seem old-fashioned and outdated, they give us life. That's who David knows. Even when God's laws don't make sense, when God's instructions don't make any sense, David knows enough about that God to know that they're better than his own ways. David knows that, that God's laws refresh those deepest parts of who he is, those deep down longings. And so this is the, this is the point in the sermon where, um, as the pastor, I, I think it would be easy to say, y'all, Y'all just need to read your Bible more. Like you over there, you back on the couch, read your Bibles more. You need to, you have to. If you want to know God, read your Bible more. And, and, I, and I've heard that sermon, right? I've heard that sermon before in my own life. And where, where does that, that leave you? That leaves you, you feeling guilty, right? Because you feel like you, you got to learn all of these rules and instructions because God then is just this enforcer in the sky that's waiting for you to trip up. And maybe you've been there, because I've been there too, uh, you get turned off by the church because it's just this endless in- time of falling rules that you can't keep up with. And God's just an enforcer, and all of this rule falling just leads to a boring, miserable life. And maybe you've seen Christians that are like that, that are just hypocritical, legalistic people that are just trying to follow a bunch of rules that don't have life, that don't have wholeness, that don't have the fulfillingness, the purpose to live a a life that God calls it to shine light, ignite change, to love our neighbors, right? So if we're just reading our Bibles so we can learn that boring list of rules to follow, 
to live a boring, miserable life because we think God's an enforcer up in the sky. We've missed it. We've missed the whole point. David says, no, no, no. I'm not just doing this because I feel guilty about, about, about sending time in God's instructions. I, I'm not doing this because I don't, um, I need to learn all these rules. David says, I want to. I want to. How many of us have really approached reading scripture because we want to, right? I, I have to admit that, that I fall in the camp of, of reading scripture oftentimes because I feel guilty. I, I use the Bible app a good bit and I, I get an alert on my phone that's like, you haven't opened it in two days. And what do I do? I open it because I feel guilty because I get the alert. Not because necessarily I want to. I don't always have that passion deep in my heart. But David, David tells us if we want to have that kind of heart, if we want to know God more, we've got to be, we've got to be willing to open our hearts to that deep need that we have because we're thirsty for God, the God that put the stars in the sky. And my hope today is that our perspective on God and his word would be completely different would be completely different. I think for some of us, we, we feel like we're too far gone, that we've made too many mistakes after too many mistakes, and we've gone down a path that God it just doesn't care about us anymore. And here's the thing. The God that put the stars in the sky cares about you. That's the God that cares about the one that's lost, that's willing to leave behind the 99 to go looking for you. And for some of us, this is where I, where I fall We've tried to earn God's love too much, too often. We try to earn God's love through the things that we do to prove ourselves, right? We try to follow all those rules and those laws and those instructions. And yet we get tripped up over and over again, not, not being able to fulfill that. And God loves you. There's nothing you have to do to earn God's love today. God loves you and it is a gift of grace. God loves you. Know that if that's where you feel today. Because here's the thing, no matter where we are on the journey, God meets us where we are. God meets us where we are, and Jesus calls us to follow him. God meets us where we are and calls us to follow him. And that road will not be easy. It will not be easy. It will not always make sense. But here's the thing, it's, it's better than walking that path on our own. It's going to be better than walking our own path and following our own instructions, our own laws because they're going to leave us empty and unfulfilled. But God has a purpose and a plan for your life if we're willing to follow, if we're willing to follow when God meets us where we're at. My prayer for you today is that, that you will be hungry and thirsty for God. Because here's the thing, Scripture tells us that, that Scripture is, is a light, a light for us to find peace, to find self-control, to find the freedom that God has called us to. And here's the thing. There's not another opinion. There's not another expert. This is the God that spoke life into the world, that put the stars in the sky. And this is that voice that's in our life, that's willing to go meet us where we're at, to revive our soul, that wants to make us come alive. So today, where are you? Because God's going to meet you. Are you willing to follow? Are you willing to have your soul revived and your heart opened up to who God is? This is not about being guilty, but this is about opening your heart to the God that wants to know you and wants you to know him personally. Would you pray with me? God of the universe that, that creates and speaks life into being, 
Come today, come today into our hearts and in our lives. Open them up to those deep places in our hearts that we need you. Lord, we confess that, that too often we run from you, we run to our own instructions, to the advice of so many others, and we don't come to your instructions. For whatever reason that is, God, free us. Free us so that we may be revived, that we may be refreshed today. May your spirit move within us to take a step, to take a step today to open up our, our Bibles not because we feel guilty, but because we want to know you more fully. We pray this, Lord, in your precious name. Amen.